Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we'll talk about how to ramp up your meditation practice. In other words, how to increase the amount of time you're meditating each day and the transition into that. More to come on that in a moment, but first, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so in this episode, I'm going to share with you what I do when I am trying to increase the amount of time that I am meditating each day. Now, this is a podcast where we often do talk about meditation, and you may have a a meditation practice right now, you may be looking to start one, and you may also be looking to increase one if you've been practicing for a while. And I do stand by the reality that there can be a significant uh, return on investment from going from something like five minutes a day to 30 minutes a day, or 30 minutes a day to an hour a day, or an hour a day to two to three hours per day. Now, some of that can feel like a lot, of course, and it's not always realistic at different points in our time and in our life. Uh, but an increased meditation practice in that way and spending more time cultivating a mind that is attuned, grounded, concentrated, present, will permeate all other areas of our life in a really significant way. And it's so interesting how many different worries or concerns or things that we get caught up in that we just see are really unimportant, like, like truly unimportant when we cultivate our, uh, a healthy mind, when we cultivate a sense of safety within ourselves, a sense of ease and a sense of comfort with who we are. So I'm a big proponent of not only a meditation practice, of course, but uh, of trying to increase that practice. Um, and even if you don't think you can, uh, usually you can fit it in more, fit in more time if you were to just make it a priority. And one of the reasons this can be difficult is just because going from five minutes of sitting meditation to 30 minutes of sitting meditation can actually feel uh, like quite a, an abrupt transition for our minds and our bodies. It can feel like a subtle form of oppression against our bodies that is used to being able to do whatever it wants to do, when it wants to do it, to move, uh, and stillness can actually be quite tough and longer amounts of stillness can be quite hard and i've found as someone who my my practice is constantly changing based on what's going on in my life and there are times where i may only be practicing you know 15 20 25 minutes uh, per day uh, if there's a lot going on and other times where I'd like to get it up to, you know, two hours, two and a half hours, three hours per day. And um, usually those those happen in seasons. And 
I've found for myself when I transition from the shorter periods to the longer periods, it's very difficult. And one of the first things that comes up is just a resistance to extended sitting meditation. Even though I've sat many retreats where we're doing seven plus hours of sitting meditation per day um, in hour and a half uh, chunks, uh, still, you know, with life as it happens and getting out of that extended sitting, um, it can feel hard to go from 15, 20 minutes up to an hour and to fit in chunks of that, you know, 45 minutes of sitting here, another 45 minutes here and here. So what I have found to be useful is to actually fill the majority of that time with some form of movement meditation And for me, that has been walking meditation. I find it much easier to do walking meditation than sitting meditation when my body is agitated and when I haven't cultivated a deep uh, level of concentration yet that can find a sense of refuge and ease in stillness. And so I'll just walk you through my process. Let's say I wanted to add uh, to do three hours of meditation practice per day, which is a ton, right? Like, don't listen to this episode and go, oh, man, he's telling me to meditate three hours per day. This guy is disconnected from reality, must not have kids. And yep, the reality is that's true. So uh, at some point, this is not going to be possible. Um, but for right now, it's what I'm choosing to make a priority. Uh, so you you make a priority what you can make a, a priority. Um, but still, three hours is a ton of time. And there's so many other things I could be doing with my life uh, than meditating during those three hours. So first, I just make it a priority. Say this is important for these reasons. And then I got to figure out how the heck to actually do it. And uh, for me, doing it in the morning and right before bed tends to work best with a little break in the middle of the day. Uh, But when I wake up, uh, for some reason, just the last thing I want to do is like sit still. It's like I was just still all night Um, and to sit still again for like an hour. I try to try to fit an hour and a half uh, after I wake up of practice. Um, And uh, to do that in sitting just feels awful. (laughs) At least that's what my sleepy mind is saying. However, going outside and walking, even if it's cold out and have to put on a jacket, feels much more compelling to me. Just the idea of moving, getting in a rhythm, um, not having to be still. My mind can get a little bit more on board with that. And well, hey, there's, there's walking meditation, you know, it's it's not sitting focusing on the breath, but you're focusing on the right foot, the left foot, the right foot, the left foot. It, it can still be a form of deep practice. In fact, if you go to a monastery, you go to a retreat setting, you're going to be doing a combination of a number of hours of sitting meditation and a number of hours of walking meditation. So for me, I just follow like, okay, that feels easier right now. That feels good right now. Let me just do an hour and a half of walking and usually the way that works is I find a walking path that's about 30 35 minutes or so uh, and I walk that 
with as much concentration as I can bring to it, to, to my walking, you know, feeling the right foot, then the left foot, the right foot, the left, sometimes I'll count. I did a whole episode on walking meditation. So you could just, you can just search walking meditation and practicing human to find how to do this. We'll do that about 30, 35 minutes. And then after the mind has been a little bit more grounded, then stillness comes a little more naturally. So then I'll do, uh, uh, some sitting meditation, I'll find a bench nearby, sit for 20 or so minutes, sometimes less, sometimes a little bit more, and then I'll do walking meditation on the way back. And that feels really good to my system. Sometimes I don't want to sit at all during any of that and I make the whole thing walking meditation. And sometimes I want to sit longer, and so I'll sit longer. Um, but the point is, the early stages of transitioning into more meditation throughout the day to sit for three hours, even if you're breaking it up in chunks, like an hour in the morning, hour in the afternoon, hour in the evening, can be really difficult without much ongoing practice and stability of mind. But walking, some form of movement, meditation, where you're bringing in uh, a higher quality of awareness, but you're not having to deal with the austerity of being completely still, is a easier way to sort of warm up the engine while simultaneously developing some concentration. Now, will you develop the same level of concentration that you might if you were just doing sitting meditation? Uh, it's, it's something to be debated. Now, I do think there's something about sitting meditation that does accelerate concentration. There's something about stillness that accelerates concentration. Um, and uh, that's been my personal experience and that of teachers as well. But you might have a different experience. However, what I do know is that if I'm sitting and I really don't want to be sitting, I'm, it's counterproductive. I'm, I'm actually not there. Uh, I, I get more disconnected from my body. And I, I can just be kind of caught in a little mini temper tantrum, even if I'm monitoring the mind and bringing it back to the breath, et cetera, et cetera. There's this fine line between working with the discomfort of it and trying to find a thread of uh, enthusiasm for the practice. And so my, my on-ramp for deeper practice and integrating more practice into my life does tend to be bringing more movement in for at least a couple of weeks. Um, and then what I find, and this is where it gets interesting, is if I just let myself walk whenever I want to walk, like anytime I want to practice, just do the walking because that feels easier. Oh, I get to go outside right now. I want to go for a walk. Cool. Let's just make it a meditation. Just bring a little bit more awareness to the right foot, left foot, right, right foot, left foot. Um, once I do that for a couple of weeks, then something in me starts to ground. And then I start feeling more inclined to sit. I'll be doing emails and then I'll, I'll finish one and just be like, oh, actually, I just want to be still right now. And it'll be this spontaneous arising of wanting to be still. And I'll close my computer and I'll sit five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Um, but then I'll notice like I'll wake up in the morning. It's actually, oh, interesting. I don't want to go for a walk right now. I actually do want to be still. Huh. So that's fascinating how that can change. And the same thing within the evenings and throughout the day. And other times, sure, want to keep walking more. But the, the sitting and stillness tends to be easier when the mind is a bit more stabilized, has some concentration, um, and we've been practicing for some time. Otherwise, it can just feel like too abrupt of a transition. And so my middle ground to that, again... The on-ramp to that 
for me tends to be walking meditation. For you, it might be a yogic practice, a Tai Chi practice, some sort of movement meditation. Um, and again, if you want more about how to do walking meditations, the nuances of it, um, if we're in a wheelchair, all of that I talk about in the walking meditation episode, which you can find uh, just by searching for walking meditation and practicing human. Hope this gives you something to think about and maybe inspires you to deepen your practice a little bit more. And that walk that you do throughout the day, maybe you can make that more of a meditation for yourself. And to not feel like you have to force yourself into sitting meditation or stillness if it feels too uh, too difficult at first. Yes, there's a place for it, and it's very important, and I'm not saying that we should get rid of it. Uh, I'm just saying that there can be ways to ease into it and to become more naturally inclined toward it. Hope this gives you something to think about on your journey of practicing human. And I know in the last number of episodes, I've been talking about this a lot. But if you do want to do a deep dive into meditation and you really want to accelerate that concentration and that stability and add more uh, meditation into your day, especially if you're trying to nurture and cultivate a practice, then um, there are very few replacements uh, for a retreat in that regard for how quickly you can accelerate getting into a practice, deepening a practice, and all the insights that come with it. Uh, there's one coming up April 16th or 18th, 2021. The theme is Deep Rest. We're exploring all the ways to unwind deep tension and stress in the mind and the body. Uh, and also how to develop mindfulness and meditation practice. You can learn all the details about that at coreymiscara.com forward slash retreat. Even if this is after those dates, still check out that link because there could be another one coming up. Hope to have you there. And as always, if you need financial assistance, just reach out at corey at limindfulness.com. We have some partial scholarships available. We'd love to make it happen. All right. Thanks so much, everyone. Talk to you soon. Lots of love and take care.